0: You're listening to I Watch That, a podcast about all things movies, TV, and pop culture. If you like what you hear, share this with your friends. We hope you enjoy and look forward to discussing more in today's episode. Welcome back to I Watch That. Uh, episode. Who even knows at this number, point? It's, it's just number three. It is your.
1: <laughs> you're back. Episode. It's just number three. <laughs> and it feels.
0: It feels like we've recorded like, ninety of them. But that's a lie.
1: We have plans to do. Hopefully we have plans to do ninety of them. 90 but we're them. just on number yeah, three. But we're think. just
0: on three. I'm. I feel so old. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you're not old. Well, we're back. It has been. It has been
1: a very eventful past couple of days. Yeah. Past couple of. Honestly, this past week, week, yeah, and last weekend especially, yeah. were like super so, big, yeah, like things in pop culture. Yeah. Like, what's been going on?
0: Well, D twenty three was last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Disney they announced a good amount of things. Uh, I don't think they made as big of a splash as they could have, but I do think that there were some good things that they announced, like the Little Mermaid trailer. I was a big fan of that. Um, you know, Halle Bailey, I think she, like, her voice was mesmerizing in that trailer. I, I really like the look of that for the Little Mermaid trailer. I thought that was really cool. I honestly think, out of all the things they announced, that was probably the best so that was thing. your my... I, your, I, was, I like, was about to ask, like, what was thing? your top thing? Because aside from that, Lucasfilm, during that panel, they released a good amount mm-hmm. of stuff. Like, we learned some more stuff about the Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, we got yeah. the Mando season three trailer. I thought that was really good. Marvel honestly did not come to play because no. I think they threw it all out there at for Comic Con, um, so I was a little underwhelmed at that point. But when they did so much at Comic Con, that's yeah. natural. Aside from that, I don't think Disney I, did much.
1: I, I I think Pixar did a lot though.
0: Right? Yeah, Pixar I think
1: did. Pixar had a lot of it, cool things. I think, honestly, like when you were talking through all the announcements a couple days ago, you were like. Talking how they announced Inside Out two and Inside like, Out two was cool. This yes. one series on Disney
0: Plus that they're doing, mm, the win or lose.
1: Yes, like uh-huh. um, I think Pixar has a lot riding on them to like pump out content that can get money. Yeah. because I feel like if you look at their past box office, everything yeah. their first theatrical release was just Lightyear and that tanked.
0: Yeah, and I think because of the pandemic, especially like people got used to watching Pixar movies at home. Like, a lot of people saw Onward, Soul, Luca, well, Onward and turning was like, red. Yeah, Onward, Onward came out right, right as right as it was yeah. like
1: a week out yeah. before it got like super, so not, super okay, crazy. So most
0: everybody saw that. Yeah. Uh on Disney Plus. Yeah. So that's almost that's pretty kind three and a half, we'll say. Three and a half Pixar movies that people are used to seeing yeah. at home. And so Pixar's having to do a lot to show like, hey, we're still a theatrical yeah. studio.
1: I felt like I feel like with all the announcements that we're getting, whether that's Marvel with Comic Con and now Disney with D23, we're honestly just at this state where, all right, low key, this pandemic is over. Mm-hmm. Everything's normal. It's back to how it used to be. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're doing, and mm-hmm. here's how we're going to get there. And so, honestly, mm-hmm. like ever since the pandemic, we're still in that waiting game yeah. of like a couple of. These big projects coming to fruition, yeah. like finally getting Avatar. Like one of the announcements they made was that they're already, they're already filming, filming Avatar, Avatar four, 4 like, which is nuts. Avatar
0: three is finished filming, and yeah. Avatar two hasn't even come out yet. And Avatar like, one is just re-releasing I'm this like, coming weekend. Dang, you guys are very That's, confident, yeah. And you know, Disney actually this week after D twenty three, they updated their release schedule. Like they mm-hmm. sent that out in a press release, and like they took off. So, Star Wars, uh, Rogue Squadron was the next Star Wars movie that was supposed to come out in December of next year. Mm-hmm. And it's completely off the schedule now. Like They didn't push it back or anything. Like It doesn't exist anymore. So now there's another Star Wars movie not coming out. And so 2025 is the next Star Wars movie that's supposed to come out. So that's yeah. like six or seven years between that and The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And I do agree that they needed to take a break, but I don't know if they needed to take that long of a break. Yeah. Um, but they in that, they showed that. They pushed Haunted Mansion back actually. Yeah. Haunted Mansion was supposed to come out in March. Now it comes out in August.
1: They announced, um, someone, like, famous is gonna be a part of that movie now. I mean, there are a lot of famous people. Well, it's like, they made. didn't they make a big announcement? Someone came out, like, on one of the cars that were like, Well, they,
0: they had already announced that, uh, they were in the movie it was Jamie Lee Curtis was the oh, one she was already announced to be icon. in the movie but she was the one that came out on stage yeah they announced looks, he loves that horror. Jared Leto was gonna be in the movie which oh. we already knew he was gonna be in the movie but it's more as a cameo role he's gonna be the Hatbox Ghost which oh, fun fact yeah, yeah. the Hatbox Ghost was originally put in the Haunted Mansion ride in Disneyland when it first opened when the Haunted Mansion first opened um and the animatronic kept messing up. Mm-hmm. And so, after about a week, they pulled the Hatbox Ghost mm-hmm. out of the ride. And he, the Hatbox Ghost hasn't been in the Haunted Mansion ride ever since How do you Disneyland know this? opened. Because I know yeah, all. You know all? <laughs> and so, that's really cool. So, Jared Leto is playing the Hatbox Ghost. yeah. And now, Disney is finally adding the Hatbox Ghost back to the Haunted Mansion ride. That's fun. Disneyland, I like that. Have Disney you World. ever ridden the Haunted
1: Mansion ride? Like the Nightmare Before Christmas when they do it that no, way. No, because I haven't been. Oh, to... Oh, it's so fun! I haven't been to Disney Disneyland. Because I wrote it in October yeah, this time last year. You went year. to Disneyland. I, yeah, I, and it was so cool. You would have loved it. I know. Um, besides D twenty three, we did get some. We have some Taylor. We're getting closer, closer every day <laughs> yes. to midnights. We're getting some fun Taylor things, but you know. No one wants to hear about Taylor right now. It's still yeah, a little far we're out. Getting, we're
0: getting there, but, but not we
1: yet. saw not one, not two. But three movies, folks. Three movies. We have not, we have not been, we have not had a weekend like this since we've moved here. Yeah. Like, that's right. we only saw two more movies one weekend. Yeah. For five. Like, this, we're like, we're like up, we're like, like mm-hmm. three movies in the past 48 hours. Like, yeah. that's pretty impressive given yeah. our schedules and yeah. everything we have going on in our life. But we it, made it work. It was three, I think, three movies that are so all over the place. They are all over the Some place. Some one, I didn't really like. One, I we'll really... That. None that I really... I don't know. But I think they're
0: all just... I'm excited to talk about them. So, yeah, I, I liked all three of them. Yeah. One, I liked more parts of the movie than yeah. the movie as a whole, and we'll get to that. Of course. But and of
1: course, we will... Try our best not to yeah, get too many spoilers. I don't want to give any spoilers, really. Because I think the things we don't talk about yeah. don't really spoil the plot. Yeah. Just kind of emphasize the themes yeah. of the movie. But yeah. so, so, last night, it was Friday. Friday night, At yeah. a nice 9pm, we saw... What movie, Ethan? The Woman King. What was that about? What were your thoughts? Okay. What,
0: was, what was going on? So, before we jump into The Woman King, mm-hmm. I want to give some backstory. Yes, actually, yes. I want to I go ahead and let this out in the air, because... The woman King is going through Kingdom. some Kinga. the woman King is going through some controversy right now mm-hmm. and so the story of the woman King is based off of the Dahomey tribe in West Africa which is a real group of people that existed in history um, and the thing about this group is that they were a tribe in Africa that captured and sold other Africans into the slave trade back in back to the Europeans and to the Americans. The thing about this movie is that this movie does address that. People are saying that Mm. they're playing off these characters to be as heroes and like that none of that ever happened. But the movie does address that. It does talk about how this group of people did sell other Africans into slave trade. Mm -hmm. What this movie does do that I can somewhat understand is that it portrays these people who are They're based on real people that actually existed. That they were on the fence about it. That they didn't really want to do that. But they, their hand was kind of forced. Mm. But from what I have been seeing is that that was not the case. Is yeah. that They weren't torn between the things. They did it because it made them richer. And so yeah. I can understand some of that. And so I do commend the movie for starting that conversation. Because this is honestly the first movie I've ever seen that talks about slavery that shows that the Africans were selling themselves in a sense like their own people mm. were taking them so uh, yes a lot was on these people in history that were buying the slaves and mistreating the slaves but I've never seen a movie that shows that the Africans were selling their own brothers and sisters into slavery. Yeah. so I really I it sounds bad but I liked that because I've never seen a movie like the that. representation this, yeah is what you it started like. that yeah. conversation um so with that out of the way, as a movie, I'm gonna go ahead and say, for me, it was an, like a modern classic. Sure. And to the likes of like a Top Gun Maverick. Like really? I said. Like like I said with Top Gun Maverick, where I'm like, they just don't make movies like that anymore. Yeah, I could say some them. of that for The Woman King. At, like there I could not tell you many things, if anything, that I didn't like about this movie. Okay. Like I thought the cinematography and oh, the yeah. color grading yeah. was really, Especially with movies like this, you don't necessarily see color so yeah. present in the movie. It's usually all like dark and gloomy and like unsaturated, but yeah. I felt, felt like there was a lot of color in this movie. Um, it was just bright. It, it, you don't see things like that in movie like yeah. this. The performances, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis, you can go ahead and give her the nominations now. I think that the Best Actress nominations right now is between Viola Davis and Michelle Yeoh.
1: I'm just scared because I don't feel like this movie is getting a lot of recognition right now.
0: I don't think it is by the mainstream, okay. but I think critics. So are, it has an A plus cinema score. It does, and, and so yeah. that is what when people leave theaters, like they're just polling them, like did you like the movie or did you not? Yeah. And very few movies get A plus cinema scores these yeah. days. Like Top Gun Maverick was the last one that got A plus, which cinema obviously makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I I do think that, and I I think her. Viola Davis's performance will get a lot of buzz, especially because sure. this is a side to Viola Davis that I'm I haven't seeing. really seen. Like, she won, I believe she won for The Help. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, because
1: she's only been um, in, like, The Help is, like, the only movie that's really on the top of my mind that yeah. I remember seeing her in. It's like, The Help. So you, I just see her in being yeah, a drama so movie, you, you not You just not don't action. see her
0: like that. And so yeah. I thought that was really cool. Another fun fact, because, you know, I know all, that this was the first movie that Viola Davis... Uh, filmed right after Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That came out in December of 2020. Okay,
1: I don't and think that was. That, movie. that
0: was Chadwick Boseman's last um, live action performance. Yeah. After his passing. Really? Um, I didn't know that. And she gained, like, I want to say it was 40 pounds for that movie. Really? And lost it all again right after for this movie. Well, she was okay. like, she was like, she was a unit. Like, you yeah. did not want Awesome. So. So that was just one performance. I think another person that's going to get a lot of recognition is uh, LaShawna Lynch. Mm-hmm. I think she oh, was. Oh my more, gosh, yeah. I like LaShawna Lynch. I liked she, her. What in, else is she she was in No Time to Die. That's remember? why she's familiar. She was in No Time yeah. Yeah. I liked her in No Time to Die because I love No Time to Die. Um, you, yeah, you yeah. love that. I, I think Lashana Lynch is a great actor. I have never seen her this good, too. I think this is the True. best I've ever seen her. Yeah. So I think she could get best supporting actress. And showing um, that she's going to be in the Marvels too. Yeah, she is going to be yeah. in the Marvels. She was in Multiverse of Madness too. Remember, she was Captain Marvel. Yes, in that. yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Um, oh my gosh, what's this is... another Thuso uh, Mbedu? Yeah, the okay. she was the younger girl. Yeah, now we're... I I thought she was okay for most of the movie. Really, but then that was she was without without spoiling anything. Something yeah. towards the end of the movie happens. Yeah. and it was like a switch was flipped, and I yeah. thought. She, People need to keep her eye, their eye
1: I think she—that was the performance to me that stood out the most. Was, um, yeah, her performance. My, my thoughts in this movie. Did you have anything else to say? Well, I, I also I wanted else. to
0: talk about too, Sheila team. I thought she was great. She was another one of the mm-hmm. Amazon warriors. They were all great. And then John Boyega. I really wanted to give him a shout out. John Boyega. So this is the best I've ever seen him act.
1: What else is he in? Obviously, Star oh Wars. yeah, duh, Star, Star Wars. Wars.
0: I thought he was good
1: in the Force Awakens. He just didn't look uh, like. He just didn't yeah. look like. What he looks yeah. like in Star Wars. Yeah, so, I yeah, thought he was good was in The, the Force Jedi. Awakens.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, not as good in The Last Jedi or The Rise of Skywalker, those but I don't think that's his fault. I think that was yeah. the writer's fault. Um, oh yeah, those movies are just odd. But he really, le- yeah. I felt like he leveled up in this. It was yeah. great. So this is like, I really because we left the theater and you were like, you did not say a word. I didn't want to say a word because you were like, I didn't want I wanted to save it for the podcast. You're like, I, I just can't wait to talk about this. I said, what does that mean? I to you? loved it.
1: Yeah, I I would say, like, ugh, I don't know. I feel this was a great movie. I think it was an excellent movie. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything bad to say about the movie and the plot Mm -hmm. itself. I think the representation is marvelous. And even with the controversy that's going on, to my understanding, I think they represented what the message of, like, slavery was to Mm -hmm. be. I thought it was represented well. And what I like about these styles of movie is that, like, like, um, I couldn't help but compare it to a movie like Black Panther, mm-hmm. where a lot of African roots are represented, mm-hmm. and it's really cool because those themes in African roots are so consistent, despite cinematic universes. Mm-hmm. There's the themes of family, there's mm-hmm. the themes of love, there's the themes of acceptance and belonging, mm-hmm. there's the theme of sacrifice, and the theme of, like, defending another, right. and, like, even as Maui, um she's like training. The whole movie mm-hmm. is centered around her. I think the movie is more so it's it becomes centered around Viola Davis's character mm-hmm. who is Nasca, mm-hmm. right? Um it becomes centered around Nasca towards the end and mm-hmm. towards like the end of the second act. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the movie's first act and second act and even third act are all around Naawi. Mm-hmm. If that's how you say her name, yeah. I could be saying that wrong. But um and that was, like, something that I think I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. I was expecting more so the woman king becoming the woman king. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting that from the start. Yeah. So I was a little con- confused, in mm-hmm. a way, of where we were going. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, I think that's just my viewing experience that I had. Mm-hmm. I felt there was a lot of story. And I think that's great. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's exactly what happened with me with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I was expecting, like this like super action-packed movie, Mm -hmm. but we actually got this story that's deep Mm -hmm. African roots and culture and representation that's really relevant and really, really important to watch as a viewer. Mm -hmm. So I think from the trailer that I saw and from what Mm -hmm. I was expecting this movie to be, I thought it was going to be Nasuka becoming the Woman King, Mm -hmm. going around tribe after tribe, defeating all these bad Mm -hmm. people, and just her rise to becoming the Woman King, Mm -hmm. which... Which is a story that definitely happens mm-hmm. in its own unique way. Mm-hmm. But it's also embedded with all these themes mm-hmm. of African culture that I love. Mm-hmm. And so I liked the movie a lot. I mm-hmm. think I'm not as high up there mm-hmm. like for my love for it as I think you are. But I think I, think I, I was distracted in the viewing. And I think mm-hmm. the story and the plot kind of dragged a little bit too long for me. I don't know why, I just mm-hmm. felt like there was a lot of plot, and I, I think that that plot's important after what we were just talking about, mm-hmm. and what I'm literally saying right now yep. about, like, the representation mm-hmm. of African culture, like, the story makes sense, and it's a good story, but to me, I was a little distracted, and it didn't land with me, mm-hmm. and so I became uninterested at parts, mm-hmm. and I hate to say that, mm-hmm. because the third act of the movie third really, great. really proved itself to be one one where I was like, oh, like... I forgot that it was kind of a slower burn for mm-hmm. me. Like I really enjoyed this at yeah. the end. And the reason I wasn't so like gun ho about it at the mm-hmm. end or feeling that way was because that middle, like the end of the first, like you really go in with a bang and mm-hmm. you go out with the bang. And I yes, feel like there's I this agree. whole middle ground of like, nothing mm-hmm. and that's okay but there literally was no action mm-hmm. like it literally was just training montages yeah it
0: kind of became like a sports training yeah
1: and i just wasn't expecting that yeah. so when i that I saw that happening i think yeah. as the viewer i was just like ugh, like at first yeah but then once i saw that training go somewhere and we see there's a couple plot twists in there there's a couple themes that come out of that mm-hmm. plot twist of like family mm-hmm. and so like and then once we get to that ending and once we get to that final battle mm-hmm. and you really see Viola Davis really embrace her character mm-hmm. and be like become what the title of the movie is mm-hmm. like become someone who represents like a woman king, mm-hmm. that's when I was kind of like into the movie yeah like I was clutching onto my seat and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a good battle scene, like the choreography was great oh, yeah. like even the training montages mm-hmm. and like all of it was great, so I thought it was good yeah. i I think that, like, it's gonna be a movie that I think is gonna be not big right now, mm-hmm. but I think as time goes on, it's gonna get talked about more and more, kind of like, you know, like, comparable to, like, something like, I think it has the potential to be something like Stranger Things, where mm-hmm. it came out and no one really talked about it for a week or two, but then it started getting more and mm-hmm. more press, and then people started going and going, mm-hmm. I think Woman King has the potential to do that, because right now, the only other predecessor to it is gonna be Don't Really Don't Worry Darling mm-hmm. next week, yeah. and so... Other than that, I thought, any closing remarks on the movie? No. I,
0: I, This will not be the last time you probably hear me talk about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, we all know where that's going. So that we'll see. And uh, then, then this afternoon, we yes. saw another movie that you were very excited yes. for. Yes. And I wasn't expecting to love, but but I, but I did.
1: Ethan, <laughs> you know when you say any A24 movie that you like, <laughs> it just makes me melt. We got the opportunity. opportunity. See, I'm so excited. <laughs> We got the opportunity to see a movie called Pearl. Now, Pearl, you didn't know anything about this movie. You didn't know nothing. Other Except than the trailer. A
0: pre- other than it was a prequel to a movie that you called X, X that I didn't see. That You tried to get me to see many times. Yeah. I was like, nope, I'm not going and to. Like,
1: it. I never saw it. So well, I like, in like the trailer, it's like, it's... It's a very stretch of a kind of stylistic movie. You know, these adults go and create this adult film. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of nudity, like a lot Mm -hmm. of sex in it for like that first half. But like towards the end, it becomes like a modern slasher Mm -hmm. movie. So I actually just watched X this past Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, you know, I'm going to rent this movie. You know, I want to be a little knowledgeable about Pearl, my love for A24. I have to watch this. And I enjoyed it. But Mm -hmm. I was also watching it and I was like, this is not what I was expecting Mm -hmm. it to be. And not that I hated it, but whatever. But I'm surprised you do not see, like, a movie come out in March and then a prequel of that same movie coming out in September, in the same year. And you know they just announced the 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 movie that comes after X. Uh It doesn't have a release date, but I will not be surprised if it comes out in December. Or, like, early January. Probably not the holiday season. Probably early January. So, basically, Pearl is this movie about... um, It's played by Mia Goth, who I think gives another Oscar-worthy performance. We have a lot of wonderful performances in, like, the film industry right now. (laughs) (laughs) But I think she gave a phenomenal performance. And, basically, it's this movie that showcases... This woman named Pearl, who mm-hmm. is in X, the let's say, villain. Yeah. Who, you know, these people in the X movie, mm-hmm. they find this cabin to rent who's on the property of the farm that Pearl mm-hmm. lives on. And so they rent out the cabin that you that you see briefly mm-hmm. in the in the back mm-hmm. of Pearl's like farm in mm-hmm. the movie Pearl. And so that's where they stayed. Okay. And so Howard who is her uh, husband? Her husband. Um, is the one that talks with them the most in the. Pearl, who's okay. the grandmother, is the creepy one lurking in the windows okay. watching these people. Okay. Which is kind of interesting. Very and so interesting. Um, the whole movie X is then like they film their adult movie mm-hmm. and Pearl starts stalking them. Mm. And then night falls, they try, they have a fight, and then they try to leave and Pearl does something similar to one of the characters that she did to the scarecrow oh and then ends up he tries to resist and ends up killing her him and then she pearl goes around starting to kill everyone else oh so that's and then mia goth who plays max Mm -hmm. in that movie that's her character but she also plays pearl Pearl, she's just in a ton of makeup max is the sole survivor i don't think that's a spoiler (laughs) but like it's been out for quite some time max is the only survivor of those events and okay. left, and I forget what happened. Okay. But something okay. happened between those two characters where, like, Pearl let her go. Okay. So maybe so, she saw herself in Max. But anyway, right.
0: and so, so Pearl is like, this the movie Pearl is the yeah. origin story of, of what what she becomes. Yes,
1: and okay. so that's basically what the movie is. It's yeah. literally just in, it's just her. It's a, I think a moment of time in her life mm-hmm. that really defines her. It's. I think it's a character study. It's mm-hmm. not a horror movie. It's not I a thriller. I, it is I was just never a character really scared. Study. I was anything, not scared. No. There was one little jump scare of like crows, but oh, yeah. like that's expected. Yeah. But like it, I thought it was just a character study of who this who Pearl is. Mm-hmm. It's something that I didn't know I needed, but I think after looking into it, Ty West, who's the director. Mm-hmm wanted to film three movies. Mm -hmm. He was saying in an interview, he wants to film three movies that represents three different horror. Mm -hmm. And so X represented like his favorite slasher films. Mm -hmm. And this one, I don't know what it represents, but to me, I think it represents the horror of life. Mm -hmm. I think it represents, it felt sad to me. Mm -hmm. I think when I was watching this, I was starting to feel some ways that I felt when I was watching Joker. Like very sad, like sad for this character. I'm sad Mm -hmm. for their life. I'm sad That they want to, like, Pearl wants to be this big superstar, and so many things are holding her down, so naturally Mm -hmm. she gets angry and she lashes out. Mm -hmm. And so, even when she has her moment when she thinks she's gonna get it, Mm -hmm. and she doesn't, like, and that's expected even from the trailers, like, and she's still where she's at, she's mad. And she gives this big, like, this big, like, three-minute monologue in the end, where the camera is not off her, and, like...
0: which, it's wonderful. That's another great thing. I was watching that and I was like, that okay, this is a good performance. And I agree, honestly, it honestly is an Oscar worthy performance. No. I don't know if she's really gonna get no. any recognition yeah. for it, but I do think based off of that monologue, I was like, that this you know, like the clips that they always play at the Oscars, like as they're showing the nominees. Yeah, it and would stuff? be that clip. Like they would show part of that monologue, what I were your think, thoughts is her thing. On okay, movie. so one of the things that I know you read and I kid you not, as soon as the movie oh, started, yeah. opening shot, like that, the first the few music frames, and the everything. music and everything, it reminds me, do you know the ride at Epcot, Living with the Land?
1: Oh, of course I do.
0: Okay. And that yes! little area, as soon as it opened, I was like, this really reminds me of Disney. Mm-hmm. And I, Which sounds weird for a movie like this, but I'm like, this really, it feels like Disney. It feels like Living with the Land and yeah. like that old farm thing the music the graphics that they were putting up the yeah. like show oop, the show like starring blah, blah blah it everything i was like this screams disney to it me guys and then you looked up and saw like that was started reading he wanted to see like a beginning. technicolor wizard of oz yeah disney kind of thing i said well it really because as soon as the movie started i was like disney yeah so The director really did a good job. He did a good
1: job. And, like, the color schemes (laughs) and, like... I
0: love... That was another thing. mm -hmm. Like, I was talking with The Woman King. Like, the color really popped in this movie. Loved it. Um, I... There was just so many good things about it. And I was not expecting to like this movie. I know. And And, that's, like, making
1: my heart very happy.
0: I really did enjoy it.
1: And so, I think, too, like, it's one of those movies where... Even myself, who, like, was invested in the movie... Mm -hmm. Um and, like, was enjoying it a lot. It's one of those movies where you ask yourself, like, you're in it, and you're like, why am I watching this right Mm -hmm. now? But then you see that monologue at the end of Pearl, and you're Mm -hmm. like, this is why I'm watching it. Mm -hmm. It's a character study. It's a Mm -hmm. biopic, but it's not a biopic. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, not a lot happens during the movie. Like, we can go, like... We could go, like, frame by frame or, like, walk through the movie similar to how we did last week with, like, Barbarian. Mm -hmm. Like, we could walk through this movie and talk in depthly about it Mm -hmm. and pull themes Mm -hmm. from it for sure, but I think it is just this overall theme of how tragic human life Mm -hmm. can be, and that's the horror. Mm -hmm. And I think that that, you know, I think that that's so smart because, like, life is hard, life's unfair, it throws things our way Mm -hmm. that we don't want, and... We can choose to either embrace those things like Pearl's mother decided to Mm and what she was forcing down her throat. Or we can just get rid of it, Mm -hmm. which is what that movie is. And I think that, like, I just like when movies are made like this because it creates a life message. Mm -hmm. That, obviously, I'm not going to go out and, like, kill people or, like, do harm to people just because I'm upset with my Mm -hmm. life. I'm not going to do that. But I think we reach our... A point as humans where we ask ourselves, like, what extent would I take Mm -hmm. to get rid of these things in my life? And for Pearl, her things were literally literally to kill the things Mm -hmm. that were in the way of her life. And, like, she found joy in that. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you see an ex when she's killing all those people. Mm -hmm. It's because they're the ones that are making the adult film. They're the ones that Mm -hmm. are hotter than her. They're the ones that received all the recognition. Mm -hmm. Those are the blondes. Those are the hot people. Those are the ones that have always been ahead Mm -hmm. of me, and I'm still stuck here at this Mm -hmm. farm. farm, It's just such a powerful story, and I think it brings the meaning of X in full Mm -hmm. circle, and I think it's one of those movies like Nope, where you have Mm -hmm. to sit back and look at the themes uh, and pull it out. So I really enjoyed it. I don't know if it's going to be like a movie I'm you know, gun ho about for the rest Uh of the year, which is okay. But I think I really enjoyed it for what it is. And I'm, I love, I, holy crap. I love seeing movies have this fast of a turnaround where like, you know, something comes out in March and then all of a sudden here we are with a prequel. And then now we have the announcement of another movie. So like Uh this three part movie, like I wish, I wish studios took more advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Like gave direct. That's why I love 824. I'll say it all the time. (laughs) They give the directors that creative freedom to greenlight projects like this, and I think that that's so good. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's I think if you wanna yeah.
0: if you wanna watch a twisted Disney movie, yes, like demented, like Living with the Land. I would say even like Carousel of Progress. I don't know. Oh, why, you a, know, little, like a little, a little, the old time, the older time. time, or like the fifty sci fi diner thing at yeah. Hollywood Studios. I don't know why it. That's how successful the director was, it's like, like it was a twisted Disney yeah. movie,
1: and you could tell because like. There was a scene where she meets this guy in town and uh, who is in charge of the theater and mm-hmm. she loves the theater for the dancing because mm-hmm. at that time that's when like yeah, those dance big. movies yeah. were big which is what you see like in Disney movies. Yeah. Anyway, I thought and like that just whole movie. that whole scene where like he's like I'm going to show you this film yes. that no one's ever seen before. I got it from wherever it from Europe. Yeah. yeah. And he's like she's like oh really? I love to see that movie. And like, he plays it and like, she's disgusted at what she's seeing. Yeah. Cause she's watching like literal sex and mm-hmm. like, she's disgusted at what she's seeing, but then he tells her this is real life. I mm-hmm. like thought about that. And I was like, wow, like that's just so interesting. Yeah. Cause like what he did for her in that moment was just completely deconstruct what she thinks yeah. about the innocence of people. Yeah. And I think that moment in the movie, we There's all can relate yeah. to a moment where that innocence is broken for yeah. us. And so when you see from that moment Pearl's innocence broken, that's when she goes out and becomes crazy. Yeah. So it's just, I think it's just a great movie and it has just many themes. It's not the fastest paced movie. It's not the most exciting movie, but it's it's one to sit and just watch and like decipher. Yeah. But it was good. I'm happy that everyone liked it because we were (laughs) sitting there because we went with other people too. (laughs) And like, I just thought like our other friends wouldn't like it at all. And um, I was just sitting there the whole time and I was like looking around because all I thought of X was like, like all this crass nudity, uh-huh. all this cussing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if our friends would like that. But then it wasn't that, and I was like, great. Yeah. But I was like, Ugh, not me making dragging everyone out here in these theaters to see <laughs> this independent movie. Yeah. I felt like, what if they but hate hated? It? It but when everyone said it was good, I was like, oh, it's all I need in life. Yeah. And
0: um, then the yeah. last movie, yeah, was uh, a 1950s murder. That we literally mystery. just got out of. We like, literally just what, got out of not like Three long ago. hours ago. Yeah. Maybe a little less honestly. Yeah. Um, and so that was see how they run, stars how about Sam you? Rockwell, yeah, Sir Sh- Sir Uh, so basically because it is a murder mystery, I don't want to tell too much. But they said we can. They were not they allowed to. They they said that that was the end. also really clever. Yeah. At the end. yeah. So anyway. it's it kind of opens up. I'll like set the tone. It opens up Agatha Christie, you know, mm-hmm. famous murder mystery novelist kind of thing. Um. She, there's this play based off of one of her books, uh, called The Mousetrap, yep. and it's obviously a murder mystery. Well, it turns out that they are wanting to turn this play into a movie, and then the director is murdered, and that's yep. kind of the setup. And so it's like, who murdered him? Why did they murder him? Well, it's
1: the director of the one who was making the movie?
0: Yeah, the one that's gonna yeah the yeah. director that's gonna make the movie, and that kind of sets the course. And Sam Rockwell is the detective. Sir Sharonan is the constable, which is basically uh, a police officer in training, basically. Um, sir. Yes, sir. Sir. sir, sir yes, yes, sir. Yes. And yes. So, about this movie, I think there are some really clever things about this movie. I, I'll go ahead and say that I don't think it was that good of a movie. But, <laughs> but I think I appreciated things about it more than you or or other friends did about yeah. this movie. So, because it's... A movie director that's murdered. Like there's some flashbacks, and like there's a lot of focus on making a movie, which I appreciate. Yeah. Like my my digi, you know my my digital media. is one of my minors. Not everyone is, knows what digi means. I, I know <laughs> digital media um, really came out because we learn about making movies and like choosing sure, these, and sure. so like things like that really popped out. And the director's like, I have these storyboards. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say really much anything else about the storyboards, <laughs> but I saw the storyboards. And I was like, "That's important." I'm like, "The reason they're showing us this means it's important."
1: Like the scene where he's the scene where pitching. he's show- yeah,
0: he's like, "This is my thoughts on what we because should do Because the
1: for movie, this movie, the is all in flashbacks. Yeah. So one of the flashbacks included yeah. him showing, yeah, showing his the thoughts for to the some of the people in the play yeah. about the movie. There was disagreements, and so Sorry. I, I so, trying to clarify, yeah, and
0: so I saw the storyboards, and I'm like, "That's going to be important." And then it, it was, it was important, and I just thought that was brilliant. Like, There's that, a lot, yeah. that is good screenwriting. I said something like that when we talked about Nope, and that you put sure. things early in the movie that come full circle. Like, that's good screenwriting. They showed us something that foreshadowed towards the ending. That's and, called um, foreshadowing. And I loved it so you much. You love a good foreshadowing. Uh, so I thought that was really good. Sam Rockwell and Sir Ronan. Like, Sir Ronan, I will say, I love Sir Sharonan and almost anything she's in. I thought she was cute in this movie just but, leave it at that but I'll leave it at that <laughs> yeah I will say like this this is not how she was in Little Women
1: <laughs> no like she and like Lovely Bones like yeah. you know she can deliver a powerful yeah. punch this was just like I That's think her da- little thing like she just is. got this she probably got this like <laughs> role invite in the mail she was like I got nothing going she like, on why not <laughs> i just going put on this little accent put on this little police suit and I'm just gonna go have a good time say sir like a hundred times mm-hmm. yeah her yeah. performance was cute yeah so. Yeah. I I think the way you just framed it of mm-hmm. like, this movie was very clever.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, I just remember. Yeah. Tell me if you agree with this. Yeah, tell me. So as soon as the movie started, you know how I talked about Pearl. It, as soon as it opened, I was like, Disney. This one felt like a mut. As soon as it opened, the way things were shot, framed, color was done. It made it feel like a mainstream Wes Anderson movie. Ooh. Did you feel that? I can see that. It felt like a mainstream Wes Anderson It
1: felt, I was getting, I was getting kind of Great Gatsby vibes, Mm -hmm. a little bit, a little bit of Baz, Uh Lerman style, especially with the shot at the beginning, Mm -hmm. where it's like the city looking down. Uh That's how Elvis starts. (laughs) 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 But I thought this movie was clever, and I think the two downfalls this movie in general it lost my interest mm-hmm. because this cuz for one of the downfalls being the script was terrible. Mm-hmm. I think the script writing was awful. Yeah, not not
0: good dialogue.
1: Not good dialogue I between mean. the characters enough to really care about who mm-hmm. the murderer is. Mm-hmm. Like I literally was losing interest in I loved though the foresh- like the flashbacks. Uh-huh. I loved the way they edited the pictures mm-hmm. and like like they had like a lot of scenes. I yeah. think three scenes, longer mm-hmm. scenes where the same action was Uh happening in the past to different people than it was happening in the present. I thought that was clever. But when you rely on so many clever Mm -hmm. elements in a movie, you sit there, I think I sit Mm -hmm. there as a viewer, and I'm like, are we watching this just for the way it's done, or Mm -hmm. am I watching this for the story? Mm -hmm. And you know I watch movies for the story, Mm -hmm. so I think it relied a little bit too much on the cleverness, but I think Mm -hmm. in the moment, to me, I wasn't calling it cleverness. Mm -hmm. I was calling it more so of, like, it's relying a lot on its genre. Mm-hmm. It's being this 19, yeah. what was it, 50s? 50s yeah, 1950s, English, mm-hmm. like, Europe, English, uh-huh. wherever it is. Like, oh, London, yeah, right? London, yeah. Like, London, proper West End, West End mm-hmm. vibe. Whodunit.
0: Yeah.
1: Great. And I love seeing whodunit style of movies yeah. in the theater. But I I just wish that the screen not mm-hmm. the screenwriting, but the script writing, mm-hmm. was just a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. B- and I wish the characters had a little bit more room to shine yeah. because I feel like the characters were kind of just confined to their proper roles mm-hmm. and stayed in their roles yeah. and had to be these yeah. certain characters because that's how the movie had to be so it could yeah. be clever. Yeah. Because it w- proved itself to be very clever yeah. and very fun. Yeah. And like, it's a fun time. But yeah. it uh, just yeah. kind of lost my interest.
0: I would say like... The twists, I think, really, they're, the twist got me at some point. Like, oh, it, I would agree. It, made, it really guided you, when we talk about this in one of my classes, is that they'll guide you one way, and they'll be like, oh, yeah. don't look over here, don't look over here, don't look over here, and yeah. then at the last second, they'll be like, okay, you can look like, now, and that's what it's been all along. Yeah, and I thought that was really clever. Clever, And also, clever. I won't say, <laughs> clever, I'll also say, I won't say who they're playing, but the cameo um, at oh, the end of yeah. the movie... This Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter. I was just about to say I, that I too. I won't say who they're playing, but. I was like. That, I but was like first of all, is I that was Moaning like.
1: Myrtle? She was talking just like Moaning Myrtle. Uh huh. And I was like, if that's what her real voice sounds like, <laughs> her life must have been so long. <laughs> like, imagine going around and like checking, like ordering at Starbucks. Yeah. In the Moaning Myrtle yeah. voice. Yeah. With imagine? all those Starbucks workers, every Starbucks oh, I've worked at, you. they love Harry Potter. Yeah. They probably all freaked out. Like, yeah. that must be so exhausting. Yeah. I'm like, I really hope this isn't her yeah. real voice. But I thought that was fun. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't a cameo like Bullet Train.
0: No, it wasn't like a <laughs> Bullet Train cameo. But it was still cute. I was like, oh, ah,
1: But, cool. like, now that I'm thinking of it, like, Bullet Train is another clever movie mm-hmm. that is a hot, that is a kind of one location, mm-hmm. like, mystery. Mm-hmm. And that was clever, but it was done really well. Mm-hmm. This movie was your classic mm-hmm. 1950s London play Who Done It. That was very clever, but mm-hmm. it was done poorly. Mm-hmm. I thought it was done really poorly and it made me frustrated because like I when the movie started and we saw the vibe, I was like super super into it. Mm-hmm. Like I loved like the beginning setting, I mm-hmm. loved the idea of them going to this party mm-hmm. and then like someone gets murdered mm-hmm. and I I loved it, but then I think I just didn't like Sam Rockwell and Serene—is that how you say her name?
0: Yeah, yeah um, Saoirse
1: Ronan. Saoirse, oh my gosh! <laughs> I just did not like Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan's character enough to really yeah. be invested in them following who did it. Yeah, because they kind of they didn't. I they could have their characters could have been written so much better mm-hmm. to complement and mm-hmm. feed off each other's character yeah. well. Because either have them both complement each other really well. Mm-hmm. And, or just have Sam Rockwell mm-hmm. or Saoirse Ronan
0: mm-hmm. be
1: the only detective mm-hmm. or just have them combo yeah. that well. And I think because there was that misconnection of mm-hmm. those two investigators working together mm-hmm. for me, it felt like a light year working with a rookie
0: mm-hmm.
1: kind of thing where like Sam yeah. Rockwell kind of looked down on Saoirse Ronan mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Even at literally.
0: the end. <laughs> literally. He yeah. was
1: like, you can go. I was yeah. like, what the crap? I was yeah. like, don't do that to her. Yeah. But, um, so fun, clever. Yeah. Um I'm happy I saw it because yeah. I think it it was a fun it was fun to see and like yeah. pick apart like what we're doing right now, but yeah. I think you know it makes me really excited for um glass onion, yeah, because so I that, think yeah. they hit that murder mystery who done it uh-huh. really well, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing that they were gonna do it really well again I hope so but so any closing remarks no. on any of the three movies we saw no,
0: I just I think, I think it was a good weekend, and we, I'm excited for next, we next weekend.
1: Next weekend? Because... It's going to be a big weekend for both of us, and potentially it could be... Potentially really big for me. Really big for you. you don't
0: worry, darling. Yeah, so we, we, can already our yeah we already have tickets this coming Thursday. We can already see... We're getting... I'm getting excited. See your thoughts. And then Avatar, the re-release. In IMAX. In IMAX. 3D. I cannot wait, because I have never yeah. seen Avatar. I remember... Ever. I'll probably,
1: I'll definitely talk about my, because I think I'm going to have a lot of memories on my first experience seeing Avatar when we're there. Yeah. But like, man, I'm, I'm excited for you. I've never
0: seen it. My only experience with Avatar is Pandora in Animal Kingdom. Avatar
1: was the movie for me that got me in, like one of the movies that got me into movies. Okay. So that's why I'm really excited for you to see it. And then potentially
0: for me, because our regal is doing a Harry Potter movie marathon and I've never seen the Harry Potter movies in theaters. Yeah. And I mean, so besides yeah. yeah. in theaters. I've never seen them in theaters. And so I am excited to potentially see a couple of them in theaters. But you
1: actually. know, is this I'll talk, Ethan, the listeners want to know. Like, we'll find out. W- will you be able to do this? You just have to you just have to find out probably at this same time, same place next week.
0: Yeah. So I'll let you know. That's pretty much our thoughts, guys. Bye. We'll be back. <laughs>